The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept out calling, out, calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called, and the blind man saying to him, Take courage, get up, Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way, your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of my uh, buddies from seminary, well, all, all seminarians, all priests, when they go to seminary, have to do a psychological evaluation. And so it's a lengthy, it's normally a meeting or two, and go over everything, you know, and we kind of get evaluated to see whether we're crazy or not. And um, uh, one of my buddies, at the end of all that, he was like, so tell me, doc, am I normal? And the psychologist was like, well, anybody who's going to seminary to become a, ce- a celibate priest for the Catholic Church is not normal by any psychological standards. However, are you crazy? No, <laughs> you're not crazy, right? Uh, are you normal by the world standard, which is what the psychological often does, is it evaluates by the normal of the day, right? What's the normal trends? How do people normally act? What do people normally do? And they evaluate, and we often compare ourselves to the normal, right? And in the military, that's even more the case, right? We want to be normal. I know when I was going through uh, plebe summer type boot camp, uh, what you wanted to do was not be the tallest, not be the shortest, not be the fastest, not be the slowest, right? You just want to not be noticed. You want to just be normal, right? not be noticed in the midst of it all. Because when you're not normal, right, is when bad things often happen. And so it's very human, a lot of us, to want to be normal. We want to be normal according to the world, and we want to fit in, right? And a lot of the times we don't always feel as though we fit in, right? Because we know what's wrong with us, right? We know our problems that we have, We know what's going on, and when we look around, we don't always see the other things that people are dealing with or or what's going on in their life, and so we always feel not normal. Now, is that okay? (laughs) And I would say today, yes, right? Just like uh, the seminarian, right, Uh, who asks, you know, am I normal? No, you're not normal, but you're not crazy. All of us aren't normal. We're also not crazy either, okay? And sometimes not being normal is actually a good thing. Uh, A lot of the times the world 
You know, we can't always uh, psychologically normal and different things, but a lot of the times we look at disabilities and we look at those things that we want to get rid of, right? And uh, it's really sad in, I think it's Greenland, they, they've cured Down syndrome. They've cured Down syndrome by aborting all those babies who have Down syndrome. That's not the type of normal that we want, right? We don't want to eradicate or eugenics or get rid of those, you know, that don't fit into our normal bubble, right? What do we want to do? Well, we want to be human. We want to be fully human. And what does that mean? Well, it's not always going the normal way of the world. Sometimes the ways in which we're not normal are actually the very ways in which God wants to use and bless. I think of those uh, families that have children with uh, special needs, uh, with Down syndrome or others. It can be very difficult for a family, absolutely, but an amazing blessing as well. Uh, Children with Down syndrome are incredibly joyful children. And that's not normal by human standards, right? By the normal standards, that's not normal. But it's an incredible blessing. For ourselves, as well, our non-normal things can sometimes as well cause anxiety for ourselves. Well, I want us to put ourselves into Bartimaeus' shoes today. Because I think, again, similar, I think Down syndrome is one of the best examples that I've seen of uh, not normal according to the world, but yet an amazing blessing in ways in which we don't expect. And we also want to be able to evaluate ourselves as well. Not normal, but blessings in ways that we don't expect. Okay? So today we hear the story about Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus is not normal according to the world, right? What's wrong with him? Well, he's blind. He's not able to interact in the normal world. He's an outcast because he's not able to walk down the streets. He's not able to work. He's not able to do all the things that the normal world does. So he sits at the wall with his one possession, his cloak, and he begs for money. Now, a lot of people would say, right, that's a a waste, right? He's not normal. He doesn't fit in, and so his life must be a waste. But I'd just like to give us one hint. Obviously, even at this point, uh, we already know what, what happens in the story. But already from the beginning, we know that there's something special about Bartimaeus because we hear his name, right? Think about how many characters in the gospel we don't know the name of. But Bartimaeus, we know his name. And not only do we know his name, we also know that he's the son of Timaeus. Wow. So what does that tell us? Well, it tells us a few different things. Um, One of them, one of the kind of theories is that he was actually involved in the early church community. And so he probably, Mark, who wrote this gospel, knew about Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, because he was somebody who was involved in the community and would tell his story, right? So somebody who's who's real, who's there, but also uh, somebody who has, you know, by normal standards, was a completely useless life, but yet became something that was transformative in the early church community and still affects us today. Still affects us today. Partly because he wasn't normal. 
Now, it wasn't just his sight that made him not normal. One of the things uh, that he also did was he was persistent. I think a lot of the times when we try to fit in and be normal, a lot of times we can give up our persistence. We can say, well, I don't want to stand out, so I'm not going to make an issue. I'm not going to make a problem, right? But what does Bartimaeus do? He hears that Jesus is in Nazareth, and he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And everyone rebuked him, right? Just be normal, right? Just be normal. Be quiet. Don't cry out, right? Jesus doesn't care about you. Be like everybody else. Just be quiet. But he doesn't listen to those people. Instead, he knows his need because he's not normal. Because he has this great need, this great weakness, that he cries out again, Son of David, have pity on me. And it's in his persistence that Jesus stops and recognizes him. Right? Call him. And then all of a sudden he's the center of attention, right? Oh, good on you. Yeah, he just called you. And he comes up. And I love this always interaction that Jesus often does. He says, um, or, or I also want to mention, as he gets up, Jesus is calling you. He springs up, and there's a very important part here. He threw aside his cloak. What does that tell us? Well, he threw aside his cloak. His cloak was his possession. It was often where... He slept, right? It was also what he put out to be able to collect uh, as he was begging, right? So this cloak, which to many accounts was his entire life, he threw aside. He threw aside his life as a blind man and sprang up and went to Jesus, right? Went towards his voice, right? Left his life behind. And Jesus does this often. He, He says, um, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> and it's like, uh, pretty sure uh, you know, right? First of all, Jesus probably knew, as well as the fact that he's a blind man. Of course, why, why, why is he crying out? Well, he wants to see. However, I love this interaction. He says, Master, I want to see. And Jesus sometimes heals blindness by spitting in the dirt, smearing the mud on the eyes, or sometimes touching them, or different things. Here, he doesn't doesn't explicitly heal his sight. Because I think what's beautiful about this is that Bartimaeus actually did already see. He didn't see in the normal way, right? He couldn't see Uh, the physical world around him. However, he saw with the eyes of faith much better than all those other people around him who were able to see Jesus in his flesh and blood. Bartimaeus, in his blindness, was able to see with the eyes of faith what other people couldn't. His persistence in that. And so Bartimaeus is healed. Jesus says, go your way, your faith has saved you. He doesn't explicitly heal his sight. However, in that, Jesus gives, and we talked about this last week, is that sometimes we ask for certain things, and we don't get it exactly the way that we ask for it, because God wants to give a greater gift. Well, here, Jesus gives a greater gift. He says, your faith has saved you. 
Actually, that's the more important thing here. Not that Bartimaeus became normal by the healing of his sight, but that he was saved. And that's actually the more important thing that took place here. Now, I also love this fact, is that Jesus tells him, go your way. But what does Bartimaeus do? Bartimaeus, in casting aside his old life, in persistence, in his weakness, in his need for God, pursued Jesus, and then Jesus tells him, go your way. And what is Bartimaeus' way? Bartimaeus, it says, followed him on the way. Bartimaeus, his way became Jesus' way. And again, we know Bartimaeus' name most likely because he was an influential and, and a, a, a person in the early church community who was there telling his story. Because his way, Bartimaeus' way, became following Jesus in everything. Now, I love this. I love this story because it just has so much there in Bartimaeus. And I hope that we ourselves can also see our need for God as well. And to not become overcome by the times of feeling sometimes uncomfortable in this world, not being normal or not fitting in, partly because of our Catholic faith, partly because of maybe just other things that are perfectly normal and human. That's okay. That's okay if we don't fit in the normal way, as long as, again, we seek not our way, but, but ultimately Jesus, right? And that our way becomes Jesus' way. And so that's what we do as we come here to Mass. We come here to cry out to God, and I ask that we join Bartimaeus here at this Mass and uh, ask for Jesus' healing and prayer as well.